Welcome to Headless Footy Podcast, episode 14. I'm your host, George. Let's get things started. Steve, how are you? Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm happy to be back, George. And, uh, no, well, it's, it's results didn't go our way for really Elipiagos, but, you know. Well, they went, they went okay in, in, in the league. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's always positives. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, Nico? Um, from bad to worse. Yeah, it's been, it's been a shocker for your week, eh? Yeah. Yeah, really, really bad. Yeah, the, the worst case that I that I really feared happened. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, Michael, what's fast, mate? Well, after last week's optimism, yeah, it, things went to things went to shit. I'm talking about Europe. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what he talking about, laddies. Uh, <laughs> who's he talking about? Uh, that's all right. Well, we'll I was do, I was yeah. so optimistic last week and. Yeah, everything just collapsed. And, we're and gonna get in, we're gonna get into it anyway. Yeah, we'll get into it in a, in a moment now. So, um, on that note, Michael, we'll keep going. European football uh, was on late last week, um, and both Olympiacos and Balk went down two one. Um, both took the lead, I believe. Yeah, and and both uh, bottled yeah, it, bottled it, so to speak. Um, we'll touch on Olympia, of course. First, Stephen, how did you see that match, mate? Um, yeah, ex- extremely disappointed because we started the game really well. El Arabi breaking the all-time goal-scoring record in Europe yep. for us, so he's all-time top scorer, which is a, still a great achievement for him. Um, but then, you know, five minutes later, we we let. Um, Eintracht Frankfurt through, and then uh, Kamada, one of their midfielders, scored a goal against the run of play. Um, and from there, it was kind of even from there. Um, second half, we failed to capitalize. We didn't look great with regards to the build up. The substitutions were very slow for me. Um, and then Frankfurt made substitutions like in probably better timing than we did. Yep. And and it all went to absolute pot in the 91st minute. And that was the killer. You know, even if we, a draw wouldn't have been ideal, but it would have kept us in, in the fight for first place. But yeah. to lose in that way, I was very disappointed because I, I, I felt like overall we, deserve, we deserved a lot more from that game. But the, the team just kind of fell apart in the last five minutes and Frankfurt were able to dominate. It, it, it's a bit concerning the way they fell apart. I mean, yeah, it wasn't... Um... It was a great start, and we're like, okay, things are going well. And then, you know, early goal in the twelfth minute, you're like, okay, we're going to set the tone here at home. Um, but yeah, we concede five, five minutes later, and doesn't even make sense how we conceded in the run of play there. No. And then after that, incorrect. So, the sub, like you said, the substitutions. Were and also, George, late. I forgot to mention the chances we missed as well. My goodness yeah. me, like, yes, you, you got to put those away. Masuras missed a. Glorious chance, so did Onyekuru, who had a fantastic game, by the way. Onyekuru, yes. that's what we want. That's more what we want to see from him. He got the assist. He was great, but man, and it's we, the same old story in the league. That game to bed. Yeah, yeah. The, the, when, we, we could have killed that, yeah, early on, but uh, wasn't meant to be, unfortunately. And then, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> Just as injury time was starting up, I was getting myself ready to go to work because uh, I was like, I've got to go to work. And um, yeah, and then it just turned to crap and I just like, bang, switched it off. As soon as, as, soon as we could see it, I'm like, all right. Oh, no. yeah, same. Yeah. Same. The moment I'm, I saw that I was conceived, yeah. I was like, I, I was shocked and I was like. I was like, done. I'm like, all right, I'm going. Yeah. I'm jumping in the car. My wife thought I was like, she just heard me just mumbling to myself, you know, at stupid o'clock in the morning. And I was just like, all right, we're done. So, anyway, we move on, um, unfortunately, from that. But the results didn't get any better Um, with Balk. Also, uh, in the return leg in the Conference League, they um, went down 2-1. So, they kicked off the scoring early as well. Zivkovic scored in the eighth minute, but unfortunately, 34th minute goal was an equaliser. And in the 50th minute, um, they scored their second goal, Copenhagen. Um, Mikhailidis got sent off in injury time, host of yellow cards all in between all that. Um, so it was a bit of a fiery end, but, um, yeah, Balk, uh, after getting the job done, um, in the game before, 
they had an opportunity to really stamp their authority um, in this one and um, blew it as well, unfortunately, like Olympia. Of course, Michael, did you pick this one up, mate, by any chance? Yep. And yep. I was really frustrated with how this played out, especially at the end with Michalidis' red card. It just summed up the performance from Balk with all the missed chances that they had. Um, especially from Bezosvar missing a one-on-one. You got to put mm. those away, hundred yeah. percent. Zvidersky missed an open goal. It was point blank range uh, block shot from the Danish um, defender. He didn't even think about it, and those two chances would have won Balk the game. Um, you look at the lineup first. I want to. I actually want to touch on the lineup. You'd think that uh, it's actually a pretty decent lineup, but then you look who's starting at right back. It's not Lucas Taylor. It's Crespo. So that's even worse. And you watch Copenhagen's first goal, it's come from Crespo's side. But then you see Pascalakis doing... Pascalakis. I don't know, he's in no man's land. It, the ball literally went through his body. I I'm, think, not, yeah, I'm not even exaggerating about that. It, it went through his body. Even the second goal, Verinha's in no man's land, not covering his position allowing the Danish winger to come in and score a goal. Then again, Pascalakis should have closed his legs. Could have covered his goal better. Mm. So, you, pe- people can lay blame on Crespo and Verinha, but you also got to lay blame on um, Pascalakis as well. He's also to blame. Yeah, look, it was a... Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I think you know that there. Pascalakis is one of those... We've said it many times where he'll, he'll play and then he'll get dropped So you, and then he'll be back and then... He'll have a blind day and everybody, then people will be like, oh, should he be back in the ethnic your mother? Well, bulk fans anyway. <laughs> um, so it all just bounces around there. But look, bad week for um, Greek clubs in Europe. Um, we dropped down to 19th, I believe, in the coefficient. Yep. 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 All right. So um, yeah, Copenhagen in the group standings. Copenhagen lead their group on nine points. Slovan Bratislava are sitting second now um, on seven points, Bark on seven points, and Lincoln Red Imps are on nil points there. Um, Olympiakos's group, Eintracht Frankfurt are on 10 points, uh, Olympiakos on six, Fenerbahce on five, and Royal Antwerp on one. So big game coming up for Olympiakos next against... That's uh, a last win. If we, if we beat Fenerbahce, we more or less seal second place. Yeah. So, yeah, and um, hopefully um, Antwerp can do us a favour. Well, both, both teams, um, this was a missed, big miss opportunity. Miss. Oh, huge. Yes. Because huge. 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 if we had topped these groups, if we had gone these wins, we will probably almost guarantee top spot from both, both teams in their groups. Yep. And will give us, we would rack up huge amount of points for our coefficient and it would yeah. rise, it would, give us a huge climb up the rankings but yep so now it's a must we both teams must finish second nothing less yes well that's right that's what they should be aiming for otherwise it'll be a catastrophic uh, failure for both clubs so um in europe which uh is another story like you can debate about the the european football versus greek football and uh how we're looking how, how our clubs look in greece compared to europe i've always said Europe is the uh, litmus test for a lot of Greek teams. And when you can't succeed there, you've got to look back at why you can't succeed there. And when, when you're playing against the, you know, the likes of Panetolikos and Lamia in the lead up, well, that's, there's your answer to it. And, and no offense to those clubs, they earned the right to get themselves up into the top league. But when you have two players in Olympia, of course, who earn more than collectively the whole team, you know, when Eintracht Frankfurt are sitting in the second bottom half of the Bundesliga, but they're playing against whoever. Like even even in the Turkish league, the 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 Lamia of of the Turkish league are still spending huge amounts of money building their team. So that's a debate for another time. <laughs> um, so we'll move on from there. No, I think you've perfectly put it, George. Yeah. So, but you can talk about that for until the cows come home about it. Um, Super League, though, on the weekend, uh, mixed results for all the clubs there. So we'll start offy. Um, 2 0 winners over Tromitos. Uh, your boy, Dumashai, Michael, scored a, <laughs> scored a double early on in the game, um, for the Credans and, and, and got then, injured and then got injured. And yeah, but um, second yeah. one was a beauty, it was, wasn't it? 
Big talking point out of that was the VAR call on Pasianina's first goal, the penalty. Yep. And the I, I, I saw what Greg was talking about. It is pathetic. That's not a penalty for me. There was, uh, was there, was it, who was it? Was it the owner who came out? It was the Panetolikos owner. Yeah, he came out afterwards. Was it during the match? Well, I don't even know. During the match. During the match. Yeah, and he absolutely, yeah, cracked it. That's right. Jesus, it seems like a lifetime ago that game. <laughs> um, speaking of Greg, uh, his boys ache two or draw against Apollo and Spivy. So that was a hard one for them because he would have been able to, you know, although they got top spot after the game, didn't last long, obviously. Um, you got to win these games if you want to be contenders. So Levy Garcia opened up the scoring in the 13th minute. Uh, Ioannidis equalised in the 34th. 41st minute, sorry. Um, Apollon actually took the lead in the 62nd minute. Pamnidis uh, with a goal there. And Aik, late, late goal in the 80th minute. Arau got it for him. It was a two-all draw. Um, I know Greg was disappointed with uh, the way his team played. Um, anyone want to add to that? Michael? Fester's magic. Festus magic, yeah. That's <laughs> but magic points as well under Yannikis Fike, I believe, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Just off the top of my head, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. You always got that good memory there, Nico. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it, it they've is, been winning, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've been playing and they've been playing nice football as yeah. well. So um yeah, I think it was drop points for them, but um, you know, a ball on at home aren't uneasy beats either there. Um, Asteras Neil Lamia won a 27th minute goal to Ruben Garcia was the difference in that match for um, yeah for the win there moving why, on before you move on yep. why do Asteras play out of their skin in like a cup final against us and the week later you lose at home to Lamia yeah I don't know man they're, they're of <sighs> you mean you guys versus the Tromitos? Yeah, but the, the last... They, you know they, lost, I mean. they lost to Levathiakos in the cup. <laughs> y- y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's a weird... It's a weird club, Asteras. They have a weird pattern going on. Do you yeah. want to look at something weird as well? I'm just looking at the uh, lineup and the subs. One Greek, the goalkeeper. They've always been like that. Though. Yeah, but usually that usually some Greeks come in and out. Uh, all the substitutions, all five substitutions, Spanish, uh, yeah. or whatever, or South Spanish Americans, whatever. Argentinians. Yeah, There's yeah. about three quarters of the squad. Yeah. So five subs, five subs, and ten starting players. That's so fifteen players, and on the bench. Yeah, the guys that didn't get a run were the Greeks. <laughs> so, Kalana Pafun, if they're going to be doing that. Uh, yeah, losing 1 0 to uh, Lamia there. Karamanos uh, actually started for Lamia, so good to see that he's still kicking away there. Um, bit of a fiery match. Volos uh, hosted Aris. Aris got up 2 1. Now, in the 23rd minute, we had two red cards uh, to Fausto Grillo and Facundo Bertoglio. 35th minute uh, goal to Aris. 46th minute goal to Aris doubled their lead. And two minutes later, Bartolo uh, pulled one back for Volos. Um, but that's all she wrote there. Now, there was dramas after that or during the game. And, and uh, Archie Bells was on the field remonstrating. Michael, you'd know more about it. Oh, this was not just chaos. This was like a war zone. It was like <laughs> it was like it was just Bales by himself against the Irish fans. <laughs> and that's what stopped the match. Now they weren't supposed to attend. Yeah. No, no way fans supposed to attend. Um I don't know how they got in. The same with the Ike fans against the Poland. I don't know if there's Great. a if there's like an exemption. Great. I don't know. Great. So that's what stopped the match because Bales led his own coup. Against the artist fans, and then, then the, on the pitch, a huge brawl broke out, both with between both sides, which resulted in not only two red cards, three red cards. So, 
the two red cards came from players that were in the starting 11, and the third red card came from a player of Volo who was on the bench. Yeah. And you will see photos surfacing on the internet, all the bunyes that all the players threw. Even Manzius got involved. He threw a bunya as well. It, what was that? There's a photo going around. Ninis as well. Yeah, Ninis, uh, Manzius. Um. <laughs> it was huge, huge brawl, like a war zone. Oh, you got to love it, don't you? Boys, we have ourselves a new derby, Volos versus Aris. Yeah. Fiery well, atmosphere. I, I think because everyone knows Volos as a uh, bulk's uh, little, um, you know, play thing. So um, <laughs> that's probably where the, uh, that's probably where the um, whatever happened. So, look, we're going to assume that Volos are going to cop a stadium ban. Not that it means much because, you know, they don't have many fans. But um, I don't it, know. I think Bales will cop a, a stadium ban. Because how, how we um, confronted the Artis fans. And maybe Artis could um, be handed a punishment as well. Not just, we'll see how it goes. It's, it, it's Greek football. Look, if Artis fans get into... If Artis fans work their way into a stadium at the home for a home game against Volos, that's not on the club. That's on Volos for allowing them in. You've got to look at your own security. You've got to look at your own personnel that you've hired. How did they get in? You know, they didn't just jump a fence, or maybe they did. And if they did, that's even worse. So, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, this is Greek football. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, has there been any news on that or nothing no, yet? Nothing yet. No. Um, but we will eventually oh, see something. Definitely. Oh, definitely something <laughs> will happen. All right. Um, Nico, we'll go to this game here. Bathnekos hosted um, Balk. And you guys went down 3-1. So, uh, Chuba Apcom, Akpom, sorry, opened up the scoring in the 13th minute. In the 59th minute, Maurizio uh, equalised, but you cop a penalty in the 85th and a late, late, late goal to sum up that game. How did you see it, mate? Uh, speaking just before the game, speaking of punishments, I I'm, I'm, wouldn't be shocked if one comes our way. What for? The flit. Ah, no. I'm waiting. I heard something about. I heard something about security, Nick, as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for a punishment. Let we'll go back to the football where, before we. Uh, if we get the punishment, oh. we'll obviously talk about Do it. We have but, to. <laughs> well, I mean, I've said this, and I, and I look back at a few of your games over the last um, since the season. I don't understand how your 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 main man Carlito has decided. Well, he hasn't obviously decided, but he's been pushed back to accommodate um, Fortes Ioannidis. I mean, that, you're not scoring goals now, and he was putting them away left, right, and centre. Yeah, I. Well, don't forget, he he said when he first joined, he likes to play with 25, 26 players, no more. He really likes yeah. a small squad, and we're already seeing the effects of it, and we're only in November, so. It just and then a couple of the choices like were baffling. I really like Kadziovanis has been in good form and he gets dumped to the bench. Yeah, uh, Vidal needs to come out of the firing line and come come in off the bench for a game or two. Gotsida started as well. Yeah, um, Schinkerveld was on the bench, didn't get a start, so he's no, fit or nah, I'm not expecting him to be yeah no. starting anytime soon. I'd be shocked. Oh, I mean, I hope he's fit and ready to go next week. Oh, yeah. After the international break, but yeah, we'll see. It was a good game. For a neutral, it was a cracking game. It, it was a good game. I, we we had chances to probably win that game, yeah. I, I, I felt. And especially when we got it to one all, I felt we were the side that was more likely to go on with it. But in saying that, Brignoli made a couple of good saves to keep it at one all. Um, right. Mauricio scored a great goal for us. Uh, the penalty, oh, fuck. Really, yeah. for me, it's soft. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The, it was unnecessary was... and soft. Like, for me, it really wasn't a penalty. Yeah, okay. It was interesting. I was looking at all the social media debate and, and a lot of Parthen Course fans were going, it's not a penalty. A lot of Bulk fans were like, what are you, blind? And it was it was really contrasting. I mean... And then the third goal, um, yeah, I was yeah, game well, over anyway. Yeah, well, game over. Yeah, chasing. Yeah, it didn't really mean much. Yeah. It was... Um, yeah, it's it, it just... It summed up you guys a little bit that match. Um, 
it's like old habits uh, coming creeping back yeah. in, in in a sense there. But I still, uh, I was saying to Anthony, th- this is how coaches get sacked for me because I still can't understand how Carlitos, who was scoring um, scoring doubles in most games, yeah. has now been pushed back to accommodate I mean, a, a player that has yet as as forty seven scored in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, look, he did get an assist in this game. Oh, yeah, but then they, what I understand is that <clears throat> he subs Ionidis off and then he puts and then he subs Carlitos off as well. Like, at least I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch it fully Last game to, before the international to, to really get it. Yes, yeah, that's right. So you can at least build on something, especially in the um, you know, when you when you taken on Polk at home it's a tough game but you that's that's your litmus test I guess yeah. um, to be able to at least push yourself in the top half of the table there which unfortunately has dropped us out of it now yeah. um, that loss there Stephen moving on uh, Olympiacos 1-0 winners over Ionikos a goal in the 17th minute to Masuras was the difference uh, plenty of chances beautiful football to get ourselves in a position to score just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, goalkeeping brilliance, um, shots going straight to the keeper. But the the play to get the ball to to that position, you have to say, was uh, beautiful. Um, you know, I have to say, my boy Papadopoulos, Big Avram, came on, um, and you know, he did did a job for me. Um, Stephen, how did you see the game? Well, it's always nice to get a win after a disappointing result in Europe. It's Piraeus Derby as well. So that was, you know, nice little footnote. Um, yeah, the goal that we scored through Masuras was well worked. Um, Arhibu Camara again doing bits, you know, such mm-hmm. a talented kid we've got, honestly. I'm glad he's getting the minutes. I wish, yep. I wish a couple more around his age would get the minutes, you know, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I mean, generally our, our build-up play was much better in the first 60 minutes or so. Um Unfortunately, we had we, we had a cut. We had we did get a few injuries. I think Kunde came off, yeah, um, injured. Socrates went off injured. I think there was one more. I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, Gary Rodriguez yeah, went Gary, off injured yeah. again. So, and then I think that kind of killed our momentum because once those players, once Camara and Onyekuru and Avram came on, not necessarily because of them, but after that, for some reason, our momentum sort of went a bit in the last kind of 15, 20 minutes and. Not that Ioni Goss did anything significant. They had two shots on target the entire game, which shows how... And that, and that was both early in, the, early in the match. It was a crazy start. Yeah, and so I, so I think the scoreline flatters them a little bit. We probably should have scored another two, I, I think. Oh, we had it The scoreline did flatter. Again, we have to work on converting our chances, even against teams like Ioni Goss, who you know, have been a bit of a tough nut team. I think they've only conceded more than two goals hmm. in like two games all season. So they're not... a easy team to get past but then Olivia Goss with the quality they have is it's not really an excuse yeah um yeah and and a big Avram is as, you know I mean as much as I'd like to see Markovic play um well we'll I mean, talk we'll, about uh, that in a sec yeah, yeah we'll talk about in a sec but you know he didn't do that much wrong it's it's the kind of team that you can put him out against he he did a really nice crunching tackle when he uh, a few minutes after coming on so yeah, he held the line. It, fine, it's a, it's a double argument there. It's a kind of it's a kind of team and game that you can put him on. It's also the type type of game that you can put a young guy in, depending on how you want to see it. Mm. Um, I was, you know, I had a um, nice, what do we call it, robust. We'll call it robust with Artie from uh, Gate Seven conversation on um, on Twitter uh, post match. It actually went for hours. Um, um, it was all good where there's no beef between us. It was, it was just a nice, robust conversation about the merits of playing older guys versus the merits of, you know, picking younger guys. And my argument was if you're out there trying to win a match, that's your first and foremost. And as much as the romance about playing the young guys is is there for us, um, I think it's really important that the coach has to look at, first and foremost, who he has faith in, the ability to go out there and do a job. Factoring in, we just got pumped at home in Europe and you can almost mm-hmm. guarantee Marinakis blew up the whole joint um, after that match. So there would have been a little few of the guys walking on eggshells. And um, it, it's an interesting argument with, with Markovic as well. And, and I'll go to you, Michael, regarding him because 
he had a great preseason with us, um, you know, and, and he, he got some good rave reviews. And the European qualifiers as well. Yeah, and, and then he kind of fallen off the the planet, so to speak. Now you can also talk about that that young um, Polish kid Kabalnik. Um, he's also fallen off the planet um, with us. But Michael, you you saw him play for your club because he was on loan for you guys yeah. um, at a stage. Now. Is he, in your eyes, I mean, what do you, I mean, okay, what do you think? Do you, do you think, if you look at him the way, if you look at him, do you think he should be coming on over Avram? Oh, I don't know. When he played, he did bring some stability in the back line for us, but he was so, so aggressive. And it was one, and it was that game against Volus. I do remember it like yesterday. We lost 3 1, mm. I believe, um, or we drew. And he went in for a dreadful challenge. And resulted in getting a straight red card and got sent off. We, I think we managed to hold on for a draw. We yep. didn't create any chance after that. But there, were, it was not only that challenge that he did. He, he went in for some terrible lunges. He was so lucky to come, up, come away with them. Um, now, the reason his line got cancelled is not because, it, because of his performances. Um, it's just because of um, Gurias, that's all. He wanted um, to focus on his own player. Yes. On our own club players, that's it. So he just got rid of Markovic and sent it back to Olympiakos. And then he had that one-year spell in Serbia. Yeah, he went and, back to his original was, club. Which the consensus was that he did that he, that, that he did great over there. Yeah, he did but well then with Potsdam. Then I've, seen other, a lot of people. then I've seen a few other guys say that he didn't do well there. Well, that but was an interesting could... one. There was, a, there was a partisan, there was a fan that jumped into the conversation that me and Adi yeah. were having. And, and he goes, why are people talking about him, you know, was that excellent in, in Serbia? He goes, I watched his games last season at Partizan and he literally passed the ball to the opponents outside the box several times. Also played, um, also he's very inconsistent. Um, and his ability in the air is poor as well. Now, okay, look, it's not a it's not a pro or against Markovic conversation. Rather than for me, I got, just go remember he's twenty one. He's twenty one. Yeah, he's still developing. But when he did when he did come to my club, he did bring stability, but he was very aggressive. That's I generally all I think him. as well. Central defenders don't develop till later. They're not later on. Very. Yeah. I don't. I don't see very rarely do you see like you know. Adetos was one that developed really early for us, but his career's gone down the toilet, you know, subsequently. Oh, his, contract, his contract runs out in the summer, George, just saying. Yeah, I think I can't be, mate. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I think he's over, to be quite honest. The guy yeah. can't stay. The guy's like stuffy ditties, even with his hairstyle. Um, but, um, <laughs> it's just interesting. Like, for me, it was never about, is Markovic good enough or bad or not good enough to play for Olympia? Of course, obviously, if the club has signed him, they obviously see some talent in him. But for me, the argument more so was that um, I want to win games yeah. and I want my club to win them. And, uh, and the league, Olympia, of course, go out to win the league every year. That's their, you know, not winning the league would is seen as failure. Tricky and games I, like only course as well. Um, I can chime in here and I can understand Martin's decision to sub on Avram. You need so, a wise old head there, experience. So can I. Yeah, so can I. Especially so, when all the other central defenders have been crazy. Yeah, like Bar. Bar. He's been, uh, head, I don't know. Yeah. He's head case. Honestly, he, he I, and I don't want to like start anything against players because, uh, you know, when they're bad, we'll always, I'll always acknowledge when they're bad, but honestly, uh, he, he, what, he's not the reason we lost to Frankfurt, but he's certainly one of the reasons. He was very poor at yeah. times. And I, and he just hasn't been the same since um, last season. For some reason, he's, his his mentality's just gone, and it's a shame because he's very talented. And when and there were periods where he was stable in that game, like he wasn't bad the entire game, but there were moments where he lost his head. And I know we're going back to the European games, but that's what cost. That's ultimately what cost us. Uh, yeah. You know, at least getting a draw. Yeah. And sorry, sorry, George. And I'll always <laughs> defend Cisse because Cisse, while he has those moments too, Cisse. 100% still commits to, to the game and to the club. So mm. I will always give Cissé the benefit of the doubt, despite the fact Bar may be more slightly stable defensively, but just loses his head in yeah. worse situations for me. Yeah, no, that's that's why, that's, yeah. And I was having a discussion as well with um, on there, and I, was, I think with, with another fan, and I was like, I'd be starting Avram over Cissé and over Bar. 
but you know, it's just it is. Thirty six, thirty seven, whatever he's thirty eight. Um, he's got a job until Semedo comes back. And when and, and let's be honest, it's even going to be worse for guys like Markovic when Semedo comes back because we're not selling him in January. No one's buying him. We can't. You know? We literally can't. And yeah. you know what? Regardless of all the stuff that Semedo went through. I mean, he's not going to make the side any worse by coming back. No, no, he's just he's just if, a if he, if he shows his field. commitment, if he shows his commitment and plays what have a good second half of the season, then all will be forgiven by the fans. Fans will forget. Fans will brush it under the under the rug. Fans will forget, but he's yeah, he he needs to. I, I think he uh, yeah, he'll come back. It depends on his fitness levels. He'll come back. Um, the guys will, will lose a lot of the players to the African Cup of Nations. Um, yeah, he started full training as well. From yeah, so maybe but... he'll get a game or two in the in the B side before he steps himself up. But most likely. So I think you know, with guys like him coming back, and I can, I, to be honest, I can see Silva's coming in in January as well when we lose these players. Yeah, to, he's uh, had a nice the few Cup of Nations. Off. So. I, I um, him, yeah. I can see him coming back. So it only adds to the complexity for these younger guys. But as I said, for me, I'm not that fast. I want the team to win. And if it's with 21-year-olds or with 29-year-olds or 36-year-olds, let's win, okay? Once Mm. we get to the stage when we can implement, because we are still bringing in young players to the club. Anyway, I digress. I don't want to make this about Olympiacos because Nick was uh, yawning, thinking, stop talking about that fucking club. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not enough to say it. No, no, I could see it in your eyes, man. All right. Oh, really? um... <laughs> I, wasn't, I didn't intend anything. You're good, man. Um, <laughs> the ladder, Olympiacos sitting on top on 23 points. Aik on 20, Pauk 19, Volos 14, Pasianina 13, Ofi 12. Um, that's the top six. Seventh spot, Aris. Eighth spot, Pathnaikos, uh, both on 11. Uh, Lamia. Ionikos on nine points, Asteras on nine, Apollo on six, Panetolikos five, Atromitos three points there. Panetolikos where they belong. Yes. Eki, eki. Eki, eki. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, Super League 2 kicked off um, over the weekend. So um, I'm just going to go through the results, guys, because it's a big ethnic or mother show. So I really want to, you know, spend some time talking about that. So, Piorikos, uh, Xanthi won all. Veria beat Ampolos. Almopos won nil. Anyway, Iraklis, Nikivolu, nil all. Um, Apollo Pondo and Kavala postponed, standard. Um, Apollo Larisa, Tricala, 3 0. Uh, Kaditsas, 1 0 over Thesprotos. Uh, Pansericos and Olympiakos, Volu, 2 0. And Olympiakos, B beat uh, Pauk, B 3 1. So the table there is Kaditsas, Olympiakos, um, and Veria on 3 points. Tricala, um, Voluk, Santhi, Apollon, Larissa, Iraklis, Niki Volu, <coughs> Pansericos, Pericos on one point, and the rest, Larissa, um, Pontu, Cavala, uh, Paok B, and Thesprotos on nil points there. Uh, south, Super League 2 South, we move to the results there. Um, Irodito, Ir- yeah, I said it right the first time. Um, went down um, 2-1 to um, Diagoras Rodos, um, Levantiakos, Asteras, Vlachioti, Nil O, uh, Kifisia beat Pathnaikos B 2-0. Uh, Kalithea and Zakynthos had their match postponed. Um, Rethimno went down to Karaiskakis 1-0. Um, Egaleo and Hanya 1-0. Aik B 1-0 winners over Kalamata and Rodos 1-0 winners over Ervotelis. Uh, Karaiskakis, Aik B, <coughs> Diagoros, Rodos, um, Kifisia, Levadiakos um, and Rodos are all on three points. Hanya Egaleo on one, and the rest, Asteras, Flagioti, uh, Rethimno, Ergotelis, Calamata, Calithea, <coughs> Ofi, 
Όφι διάδε όφι πας ηρώτητος πανθαϊκός μπέιν all on new points. We will, in, as the season goes on, guys, we will talk more about the Super League B, um, the Super League 2, sorry, but we want to spend some time talking about the ethnic E. Just, just quickly, maybe Michael knows, which genius came up with who goes in the north and south? Because you've got Zakynthos, Georgia out in the south, and you've got Olympiakos B in the north. Yeah, they wanted okay because it's even numbers because there's four B teams of the big clubs. Yeah. they need two of each yeah, in each okay. group. Okay. Yeah. so that's that's the decision. So which is fair? Yeah, and I think they want to. No, the that plan part was in get. a couple of years. They want to like create like dissolve yeah. amalgamate, yeah. amalgamate them all. Yeah. And here's is... the here's the crazy part: only one team gets automatically promoted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then the second teams. will go in that will play the runner up. Yep. Well, the runner-up will play second last in the top five. Yeah, yeah. So you got, but, but yeah, I know. So you got like f- nearly forty teams, and only one team's going to get automatically promoted. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's why. Anyway, we can talk about yeah, the yeah. Uh, Malakias of the Greek Football League and, and how they do everything backwards. Maybe we should do a special on that, eh? Yeah, we should. <laughs> we just, yeah, the Greek be, football it, it would be You know when? A couple hours. <laughs> yeah, you know hours. when? Over that Christmas New Year break. You know what? We will. Let's do. I'm that. in for it. I'm yeah, keen so for am it. I. I'm we can just point out all the Malakias that they do. <laughs> how far back are we going? Oh, jeez. We just we don't. Have, we have to just go back eighteen months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to go. I mean, if you go far back, then we're 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 doing a, a mini series podcast. <laughs> All right, um, let's go on to something more universal for all Greek fans, ethnic your mother. Um, the squad got together. Now we've got the two qualifiers against Spain and Kosovo. Michael, let's, you want to hit us with the squad again, mate? Uh, yeah, the squad. Uh, let me just pull it up. Yes, I've got it here. So we'll start off with the goalkeepers. Flakodimos, Paskalakis and Athanasiadis. There's no complaints going on there. Um, defenders, we'll go on with the right backs, Andrutsos and Salyakas. Yep. And would you agree that Andrutsos deserves a call up? No, since he's not playing at all for Olympiakos. No, not playing is he's coming on as a right as, in the midfield, so. yeah. He, ca- he came on a right midfield against the Olympiakos, but to be fair, I mean, the fact that he's not playing there is the exact reason why JVS probably called him up. Yeah, well, there you go. The less games you play, less the, more you play, the more you get. get. Yep. All right. Uh, go, go on, Michael. And I, I just want to mention something. We, we all know about that interview John Van Skip did with Sport24. And he said the third choice right back for the ethnic gear is Bakakis. And he played for the Ike B team against Kalamata. And mm. that just baffles me so much. It just shows everything wrong with the current setup at the moment. Yep. I'll just I'll just say that. Yep. For me, I would have called up Gotsiras. I don't care. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, we can talk about the ins and outs of uh, who should be in the squad and who shouldn't be. That that could be part of the expose of Greek football as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue on, mate. So the centre-backs, um, Hadzidiakos, Savelas, Gutas, and Mitoglu. Yep. And Hadzidiakos, just so everyone keeps a note of he is suspended for the Spain game so I think we know the three starting centre-backs yeah Tavelas Gutas Mitoglu which is quite interesting Um, first call out for Gutas Mitoglu this is all because of Mavropanos is out injured Mm -hmm. which is a shame but you never know mate maybe Timikas will play centre-back again and don't tempt him Going back to that interview, George, he did say, um, John Van Skip, he's going to use Simikas more often at centre-back. Mm, yeah, kind of. Well, we tempted him. Yeah. Um, to the left-backs, of course, one being Simikas, yep. uh, Yanulis and Kiriakopoulos, shockingly. Yep. I'm actually surprised um, Liko Yanis didn't make the s- selections. Are you really? Are you really surprised? He would be a good utility for centre back because yeah. of his height and his ball playing abilities. Yeah, yeah, and his ability to, to mix it in as a centre back as well. So. And he can hit a free kick. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, going off. Keep going. Um, yeah. So the, we've got our wingers: Masuras, Vrusai, Limios, yeah. and Tolis. 
Yep. Uh, Versailles. Yeah, that's no the only time. one I can point out. Yeah, no game time for Versailles as well. <laughs> and he's getting pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, midfielders. Um, Belkas, Alexandropoulos, Bukalakis, Siopis, Mandalos, and Bacasetas. Yep. Who is ruled out for the rest of the campaign? Yes, he's suspended and he's also injured, I believe. Suspended and injured. And injured, yeah. Yeah. And so it's now between Belkas or Mandalos to fight for that starting spot in the attacking midfield. Mm-hmm. Who would who would you guys prefer? Because it's been... Okay. <laughs> between those two players, who would you prefer? Well, who, okay, um, so let's, let's think about this. Nick, or who would you play? Belkas. I mean, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I would start Mandalos. Okay. Ooh. He's got... I'll, I'll tell you why, and okay, it's pretty, I know, it's pretty basic what I'm going to say. He's got six assists in, in the Super League right now. So he's the top provider at the moment. So yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if JVS starts him. As long, we know about Mandalos, when he puts on that shirt, he he never plays well for Greece. I don't know yeah, what it well, is. He's, well, got, he's got some kind of allergic reaction yeah, in that like, shirt. I just hope... This this time he really really performs. Yep. And the uh, two, uh, two strikers. Yep, two strikers. Yeah. I'm surprised there's only yeah two and not three. So yeah. Pavlidis Duvikas. Now, Michael, actually, you got me thinking. Now, with Bakasetas ruled out, can we bring in a player? Belkas and Mandalos is enough. No, well, opinion. I'm thinking bringing in a player, bringing in Yakumakis. Oh, yeah. I'm not so sure. Yeah. When Zeka got injured and he's out for the rest of the season, JVS didn't bother calling up anyone else. Are you allowed to, though? Oh, you can. You can, yeah. You can, but it's yeah. his decision. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so let's look at this logically. So we've got um, first game is against the Spaniolos. Yeah. Now, obviously, this is going to decide the... the you know, put the nail in the coffin in our fate because I think that it's pretty much happened there. How do you think, Nico? How do you think we should go out? How do you think we should approach this game? Uh, I really can't be asked for this international break, eh? Like yeah. the last one, I was so pumped. This one, I haven't even thought about it, honestly. Um, you know, just attack it. We're playing two games at home. There's nothing to lose. We're, we're not. We're not going to make it. Go for it. Have some fun. Okay, but that's what you think we should do. But how do you yeah. think we will do? Because oh, it, because the, he, it's, it's it's a loaded question because the coach has obviously been told well he's angling for a contract renewal. Um, He'll keep it tight and try pl- hit him on the break. Yes, he knows they're going to have the ball and it's going to try keep the score down. Bingo! Because he's not going to go for it. Because if we get pumped in these games, yeah. then the you know it's going to be infinitely harder for him to hold yeah. on to his job. Stephen, how do you think? What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you, George. I think we're going to take this very conservatively, especially against Spain. And if we come away with two draws, he'll come out and be like, yeah, I finished the campaign undefeated, guys. It's great. Give me a new contract. It'll be end of 2024. Exactly. Um, And set up wise, I mean, against Spain, it'll be fight. It'll be fight at the back, which is what we should do. And I think that's what we did do against them in the first game when we played Mm. them, didn't we? Four at the back. Um, Four at the back. Was it it four back then? Yeah. Four at the back. It'll be be five at the back this time, Michael, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you never want you. I'll, I'll never want the ethnic your mother to lose. I'll never want any of my teams to lose. But you know, like we we we've done. We did this the same thing before with yeah. with Skibe, and that's my the concern. There's no ambition. The ambition and that's why. I mean, I'm talking before the game, so I'm hoping I'm completely wrong. I'd love to take my words here. I'd love us, like what Nico said. I'd love us to see. Us go go after Spain. I don't care if we lose two nil. I don't care if we lose three nil. Even if it's three, yeah. Yeah, I don't care if we lose three nil. But I want to see us pushing. I don't want to see us have a one or one or draw like we did at the start when that was Not a fantastic. Now, now yeah, no, Not no. Now. Like, if if we yeah. were still in the mix, probably I'd say <laughs> give me do, give me a one or draw with thirty yeah. percent position yeah. of the ball, like the first game, no dramas with one shot, which was the penalty. Um, I don't want to see that now. I want yeah, to see some now. ambition now. I want to see the, the JVS ball that he introduced to us, you know, when he first came on when we played against yeah. Italy and we lost, but we still looked good. We played nice football against them. So, um, I mean, Michael, what do you think is going to happen in that game? 
Ooh, I don't know. I don't know how JBS is going to set him up, especially defensively, because it's <coughs> a lack of um, centre-back options. But guarantee Timikas will start as centre-back, since um, JBS has said in that interview in mm-hmm. midweek, um, he, he would like to use Timikas more often as centre-back. That's concerning. So expect to leak goals, goals, goals against Spain. Whilst at the same time, I want us to go for it. And we're losing these attacking. Yeah, he can get forward, cross the ball. He's so wasted. His dribbles, is is one stage, is he still leading the dribbles? Yeah, he's got some high stats, yeah. He leads the dribbles in the qualifying campaign. We're going to lose that as well. Then you have Janulis, one of the top players in duels. Um, But still, it's shocking what, what what I'm seeing at the moment. It's so, like he watches a different game plus. Yeah. But look, look at what Zimikas has done over the last few weeks in his favoured position against big opposition. Against Atletico Madrid. Against, against Atletico Madrid in the Champions Stella. League. That's Absolutely his best brilliant. game. That's his best game in his whole career. That I was thoroughly impressed with him. And shout out, any, to, Cal- any, shout out to Kalasakis and his uh, West Ham yeah, side doing a job on him. When that's because Timikas didn't start. didn't start. That's right. He so. didn't start. So anytime Timikas has started, it's always been a clean sheet. Clean sheet. Yes, yeah. that's right. So continue on. Um, yeah, look, it's an interesting one with regards to what, what we're going to do with Timikas. Now, okay, so let, let's, let's play the devil's advocate here. Let's just assume that... You know, we, we play admirably. We lose to the Spaniolos, and that's confirmed. What do we do against Kosovo? With all these players in the side there, do you just go out there and you say, right, I'm going to play Mitoglu, I'm going to play Alexandropoulos, yeah, yeah. I'm going to play um, Solis, Duvika, so I'm just going to, like, give him a crack? Yeah, I think he will. Because I'm hoping he does that. I'm actually hoping he does that in against Spain. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he'll do it against Spain, but I could see it against Costa. Yeah, I'd love him. I'd love it. It'd be just a breath of fresh air because for him, like, you know, he's very outspoken. He's very divisive in the way he goes. And it's a good opportunity, those two games, to, to really get people united and, 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 and to say, okay, listen, this is what I'm going to try to achieve. Because I'm before good, before yeah. we were trying to achieve promotion, now we can't, uh, sorry, qualification into the uh, into the World Cup. Now that we can't do it, there's no reason to play Timikas as a centre back. There's no reason to play, you know, whatever. I don't even know. You know, well, Baka said this isn't start, isn't playing, but there's no reason to play players, your favourites there. Um, Andruzos. Andruzos, yeah, getting him in as a right back. So even Pavlidis, he, <coughs> well, he's banging him in for his club. Yeah, they, they all get this disease where they can't score when they. Put on the ethnic yeah. your mother strikers yeah. jersey, um, Michael. What do you think? I mean, which game? Okay, if you wanted to see the ethnic your mother play expansive football, Michael, who would you rather see us play it against? Kosovo or Spain? Spain. Yeah. Very, yeah. very open, mm. very open game. Because they're going to be open too. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like against Sweden, it'll be this. I reckon it'll be the same against Spain. Yeah. And if we do manage to get a result, and I mean a result, three points, head into the last game against Kosovo, who have a new coach. They sacked their last coach. They have now a new coach, which could be an advantage to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's a scenario I've I see myself. You know what the killer is in that? Is that Sweden will probably win when we play Spain. They'll win their game and they're home and hose in top spot. And if they if by some fluke we beat Spain, I hope I'm wrong, but I can't see. But even if we were to pull it off, that, that means Sweden's guaranteed first and they'll rest yeah. everyone for the last game against Spain and Spain goes through in second. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're kind of damned if we do and damned if yeah. we don't in a, in a sense like that. I mean, we can our maximum point total we can get is 15 points. Sweden are already on 15. Spain are on 13. So, um yeah. Who, who does mountain. Sweden play when we play Spain? Sweden? I'll tell they you play, now. They Sweden play Georgia. Play Georgia. We yeah. need Georgia to, to get something in that, which won't happen. And do they host them? No, Georgia. So Georgia's hosting Sweden. And then, yeah. So it's, it'll be, yeah. I, I, look, I think, no fa- I think our fate is similar. Like, oh, unless, yeah. unless there's a catastrophic failure from Spain, um, Sweden are going through. Um 
and yeah, Spain won't choke. Well, Spain will be targeting top spot with two wins for the last two games. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. But my only thing is that if Spain just absolutely just bottle it and just like fall to bits mm. um, against you know us and who who's it? Yeah, and against um, sorry Sweden as well. So. Mm. It's very tough. It's a tough one to to understand there because we don't control our destiny, unfortunately, as much as we think we may. And that's the the hard thing, especially with Spain playing their last game at home as well. I think most people would have had us in third. If we're being really honest here, most would have tipped us to finish third. Which is fine. Realistically, yeah. Realistically, but, and it's a big but, big but, um, look at the circumstances. We, we've thrown it away ourselves. The drop points, oh, completely. the, the yes. shocking tactics, the yes. shocking formations, the, the shocking subs, everything, the late collapses. Yep, yep, the shocking, oh, yes. If we finished third and, and played well and, you know, put a good showing in for ourselves, I don't think, okay, we would have been upset, but you can kind of see the merits behind an extension. No, and that's my thing because when he came in, his thing was Project Qatar. I, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I agree with you. We're we're just accepting mediocrity. We we can't. We can't. Like it was Project Qatar. If you finish third, then Project Qatar's a failure. Get Tithelis another contract. Like all four. Like yeah. if you come in and your job was I'm, I want to build a squad, and it's not only that, right? For me as well. If you look at that as a whole, and we've talked about this a billion times, he ostracised our best players. And we're still not getting. We're still not any better than what we were. Oh, when Michael with, read out the centre backs before, it's grim. It's it's disgusting it's with grim, our centre backs. Like our, our strength. You our, guys know, like you guys know that I'm a Manolas fan, right? But even when he when he got rid of him, I, I think you guys can clearly know that I was yes, piss him off. I mean, I did the blog telling them to just they're staying staying bloody um, Mykonos, but. You haven't made the team better by getting rid of these players. No. Mito Blue is a total rookie for this level, Chase. Exactly. And like Gotas as well. Gotas. We, and he's older. We, we, remember we interviewed him back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was a champion guy. And like, yeah, he, was really yeah. nice. he was really nice to me. And, and you know, he was, he was a really passionate kind of guy. Um, He's just had a career renaissance. And is he in there for his centre back prowess, or is he in there because he's been he's a banging bit older, or is because he's older and he's been banging goals left, right, and centre lately? You know, like hey, he's he, playing. He's playing well in Turkey, but when, I remember that interview very well. He's quite an ambitious guy, mm. and look, he's reached his objective. He wants to play for the national team. Yeah, he got he what wanted he wanted. To, he wanted to do that with Atromitos, but okay, you can do that do that elsewhere. But his yeah. ambition was the ethnic mother. So yeah, good yeah. on him. But he's got a. He's got to show it. He's what I'm going to do, it. actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'll, I'll bring up that, um, I'll repost yeah. the uh, yeah. the interview with him again because he was a really good, he was a really nice guy. I remember asking, was it was it him, Nick, or am I, I think, Avonitis was also good. Yeah, that's what One was One of it. them. They, they were both really good. Yeah, both of them are legends. But I remember Gutas um, was happy to do it in English as well, um, uh, which was a remember. champion. I oh, do. There was a player that. Avlonitis was definitely English. Oh, the big task was definitely English. Yeah, but look, yeah, I will put it up there. Look, I'm I'm happy for him. He's a 27 year old central defender, he's six foot two. So we, you know, and he's played. He's been around the traps. He, he, you know, he started his career ten Xanti. years ago, Xanti. So, right. you know, he kicked. I think he's. I think he's. He had his debut as a 16 year old. That's what I think he told me as a 16 year old, um, Xanti. Um, Olympiacos picked him up, um, had another loan at Xanthi, and then like typically with, you know, I guess <laughs> the the story of the, the day with young guys at Olympiacos, he never really got an opportunity at Olympiacos. No, he, he got times. on he got on yeah. he got on at um, Belgium. Yes. Quite, that's quite right. a couple of years there. Yeah. Um yeah, Kortik, uh Saint Truden. He had issues at Poznan, if I remember correctly, because that was around the time that we tried to interview him and um it didn't really happen for various reasons. He just said he couldn't do it. Um, but then he touched base. He, the legend himself, touched base with us um, after that uh, ill-fated loan when he came back to Greece. So, yeah, look, 27, you know, he's, he's a ripe old age. Um, 
you know, to to be making his debut, I guess for Olymp- uh, for, sorry, for for the ethnic or mother, it'll just be interesting to see how he goes and who his partner's going to be. Well, we know who his partner's going to be, but how it's going to work out for them. So, and I guess that's one of the counter arguments for JVS. While he's ostracised certain players that we do want to see, he has also attempted to give opportunities to players sometimes when they do deserve it. But then. Uh, but, but then, uh, t- sorry, George, just to, but then yeah, to caveat yeah. that, well, like we've all already said, just rewarding me- mediocrity, and I'm against this too, rewarding mediocrity and not qualifying for something, but then being on the verge of giving him another contract, it doesn't, it doesn't sit right with me because it's not success, you know? And if, if we were unlucky, like Nigo said, and finished third, but did our absolute best till the bitter end, then we'd probably be a bit more forgiving. But because we've let ourselves down in those games where we should have won against those smaller teams that's in, that's why we're in the position we are now going back to your first point uh, him ostracising players we wanted to see I really don't care I don't care if we never see Manolos play for the ethnic your mother again or or any of the other players that have been bounced but you don't bounce them and not replace them with something better and that's the thing you don't bounce your best defenders and then replace them with a 34 year old um, Tavella you know, or a injury-prone uh, K-Pap. You know, yeah. like I love K-Pap as well, but the guy hadn't played football in four years, had one spell in a, a team in Croatia yeah. that got relegated, and they all loved him there. Um, but exactly, the team wasn't exactly, you know, anything hot. And then all of a sudden, we've entrusted him to be our main centre-back for their figure of mother again. And it's just like, wow, man, like, and we've clearly seen uh, Hadzidiakos hasn't come back the player that he was. Um, uh, what's his name? I've had a mind blank. Michael, what's his name? The Arsenal guy. Uh, Mavropanos. Mavropanos. He, he can't string games together without being, inj- without being injured. God knows what Etzos is doing these days. Um, and it really sucks. He's on the bench. And it really club. sucks that... I'll, I'll mention here with that Spain game, it screams the need for Fefadzidis. He's another player that's ostracised. Yeah, well, yeah. Thin up on me. I yeah. mean, that's why I ended up just taking the Arab money, thinking if I'm going to, if I come back to Greece to try to play for the ethnic your mother and I'm going to get bounced, might as well just go back and just earn quadruple what I was earning and just, you know, live a happy life. So, mm. anyway, look, I don't want to be too negative. I'd love to eat every single word. I'd, I'll be happily praise JVS if you know if I'm if he goes out there and does some magic with the team and shows us what's capable it'll be a little bit too late um but there's never a better opportunity to um turn the tide and get the fans on side and now and he's already held first talks with the with the federation to extend his contract oh he's definitely so, gone on the propaganda tour <laughs> so we did so we did report that a contract extension will be announced before these qualifiers, but that's not the case. Thank so, God. So it will be after these qualifiers. And I can tell you, I'm just going to predict it. Regardless of these results, his, his contract would get extended. I think I think if we cop catastrophic, embarrassing losses, then, yeah. But no, his contract's been extended. It's going to get extended. It is what it is. Yeah. Stephen? Yeah, I'm to that. I'm I'm disappointed, especially when you see um, Donis going for on the verge of joining Legia Warsaw. Yeah, uh, as a coach. Yeah, and then when we could so you could so easily just say, right, look, look, John Vanship, thank you for attempting to take us to the World Cup. It's not worked out, and then bring Donis in. But yeah, that's not the case, is it? Look, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, that that was my thing. I would have just said to the coach at the time, look, you tried didn't work see you later um at the end of like it's not it's business at the end of the day uh for them you know he's not greek it's it's a job for him and you know he can sit there and you know say whatever he wants to say about greece he's not greek whether he stays and coaches greece for another three years or if he goes moves on and coaches another club he's just a he's a lifetime coach he's a career coach um you put someone in that's greek there I think it's time. I mean, what do you think, Nicole? Do you think it's time that we look back and uh, not a year or Greek? Who, who, like Uzunidis? Uzunidis. It's down to them, really. 
Anastasios, Delas, we said Anastasios, who else, mm-hmm. really? Simos, he's out of a job. Yeah, well, Simos is a 21s coach. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, but no, I know what you mean. Delas is Delas has had a Anastasio's at Panathinaikos. He's Uzunidis. He's out of a job. Vonis, yeah, Vonis would be the peak, but it's grim. It's grim. Yeah, you got um, Metaxas, who's who's got a job now as well. Uh, You got you got the. uh, what's his name? There's a Greek coach in um, in the second division, the German. Oh, Gramozis. Yeah, Gramozis. They're, they're, they're yeah. up and down lately. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. consider him in my opinion. Look, uh, sometimes... Not now, but some, later on. Sometimes, you know, the, the names that you think of might not necessarily be the ones that you go after. Um, yeah. I wish yeah. we'd gone after Postacoglu before he went to... Uh, nah, he's not going to... Don't think Andrew would have done it? No, really? No, I think he's. I think his stocks have. I think his stocks have risen. I think one day. I think he's a he's a career coach now. I reckon he'll. He's a club coach. Sorry, the reality is with coaches, you you look at the ones that end up coaching national teams. It's pretty much because their career's on the slide. You don't see a coach in his hate like you know winning leagues and all that, and then end up coaching a national team. Yeah. So, well, that, well that, that was the case with Maradona. He wasn't that successful of a coach, and he happened to coach Argentina. Yeah, but I think I could coach Argentina, man. <laughs> look, look at the talent uh, he, they had. He didn't, he didn't last long there. He didn't do like, well. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. He didn't. No, he no, didn't. He... And then he blamed the players. <laughs> God, God rest his soul. We played against them in that World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, you, who, who's going to... Who who I'm just trying to think a coach at the top of their career that's gone into into Conte Mancini Mancini Mancini's yeah. the only one but he's Man. not I wouldn't say he's at Enrique the peak of his Enrique yeah, yeah, yeah. okay but then you know you're coaching you know nations that have that are you know want success and Daniel Fark that, Daniel Fark yeah oh, well speaking of Daniel Fark yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just on a different tangent. He, uh, did he get the sack or did he resign? Sacked. Sack. Sack. Thank heavens. Thank after heavens. a win. After a win. After a win, yeah. Their first game of the season and he's yeah. gone. I don't think they played. He didn't play Janulis though. He played Brandon Williams at left back. He yeah, he did quite well. Solis came on, I think, for a little. Yeah, it's an interesting little one. Cameo. I, I didn't understand. I mean, you, you, you're you, more the EPL guy, Nico. The guy oversaw relegation, promotion. Yeah. Relegation, promotion, relegation, and promotion. No, 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 no. no. Promotion first. Promotion, promotion relegation, relegation promotion. And then promotion. Yeah. And then. And it would have been relegation, and whoever uh, takes over, it still will be. It still will be relegation for Big them. Sam. Big Sam. Big <laughs> Sam. Dean Smith. Whoever, whoever goes it's in, probably they have to Smith, it will, I think it will be. I'm amazed they haven't appointed him yet. I'm but, amazed. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's got a uh, clause in his contract where he can't go. Okay. I mean, we won't talk too much EPL here, but. Why would Villa, who are uh, getting themselves sucked into a bit of a relegation battle, sack their coach and let a rival take them? Oh, no, we have, I think it was the right time. I love the guy. Um, I've been, that's why I've just been really down in the dumps the last couple of days with it. I've, 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 usually I celebrate when coaches get sacked. This one's been hard to take. <laughs> oh, all right. all right. Well, we'll leave it on. It's speaking of Norwich, speaking but of it was Norwich. The right decision. Um, Frank Lampard is linked with that job. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I don't care who's linked with that job, but if you pay $10 million and he's a record transfer fee for you, play the kid for Christ's sake. You know you what? Know? We forgot a Greek. We forgot about a Greek coach, man. We forgot about Dagis Lemonis. <laughs> Why can't he go to the Greece? Dagis sitting back in the Cafe Neil somewhere in Piraeus, just yeah. drinking coffee, still on the wage, still probably still getting a wage from Olympia, of course. The new it coach there has got nothing to lose, like, especially with Zolis. It, it, look, yeah, Zolis is a talent. Janulis, you know, whatever, like, oh, he's a good player, Janulis, and all, but Zolis is one of those generational type players, and he's absolutely being wasted if you're not playing him, especially when you're not scoring. Like, you can't blame him for your defensive work, you know, issues. So, um, it'll be interesting, yeah, for him career wise, because he's, uh, you know, he's 
he's at a well, no, he's not at a crossroads, but he signed a long-term deal at Norwich. Um, so he doesn't want to end up becoming one of those guys that just ends up with five, six loans in the next, you know, three, four years, where he just keeps getting bounced between clubs, essentially like at Etzels. So um, oh, oh, he should wait and reassess at end of the season. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, I don't think he'll be going. Um, boys, I think we've touched on everything, eh? So. Nico, are you going to be live tweeting the uh, the ethnic ear matches? No, no, I can't. Why's that? The time changes. Ah, that's right. It's an ugly time. Yeah, it's shocking. I'm yeah. not even. I'll be lucky to catch the game in full. No, nah, we'll, we'll we'll figure out. Michael's always the uh, night owl, but we'll work it out. We'll do the um the tweets for the matches, so we'll get um everything up and running for it. So, when is the first match? Um, Friday morning. Friday morning. And so- Monday. Morning. Thursday, Thursday for those in Europe. Yeah, Thursday and for those USA. in Europe, Europe, and Sunday for the uh, European yeah. and Americans, or Monday morning for um, the Australian Greeks. Well, by next week, guys, we're either going to be ripping each other's uh, heads off and screaming down the micro, screaming down the sorry, the, our microphones uh, in disgust after. We copper and JVS's deal has been extended, or we'll uh, be sitting here with some optimism, thinking, "Okay, we played well. Hopefully, we can control this." So let's hope it's the latter for everyone's sake. You think they're going to extend him that quick? Even uh, say if we lose, and right after Kosovo? No, no. But I think he's. I think he's ex- unless we get pumped. I think he's getting. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Extension. Absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if it was just a twelve-month extension. To be honest, just a rolling twelve-month, and you got to win games to extend it. Every win you get, you get another six months. Every draw, I mean, you get three months. It, I believe that's happened in a different code here. 12, I don't know if you 12 months will yeah. be a fair contract since we've got the Nations League that starts in June mm. next year and it'll end in September. Yeah. So oh. I, think that'll, I, think that'll be a, I think that'll be a fair deal. When, and when then give the, them another contract. When's yeah. the draw for that, Michael? Nations League. Yeah. Like who we find out, like Ooh. who our opponents are. December? Next yeah, month, I think, I'm I not think, sure. Or, or, probably soon. There's a March international break, isn't there? Yes. yes. That yeah. would be for the World Cup uh, qualifying playoffs. Yeah. So if we finish second, that's a lifeline for JVS. Yeah. <laughs> so and I'm, saying, so, I'm saying uh, come March, we'll have a friendly. Yeah. And oh. also, Michael, it's the Nations League relegation playoffs, which Cyprus will be playing in against Estonia. So I will be watching that and watch Cyprus lose 4-0 to Estonia. That yeah, is what's, 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 think, worth, um, what's worse than supporting the ethnic your mother? Also Cyprus. Supporting the other ethnic your mother. Watching Cyprus score, concede two goals at the exact same goals against Malta and drawing You think Costa Nogla will get the sack? Yeah, he'll get the Greece job. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Gost- I was praising Gostadoglu when he got like four points from three games, and all of a sudden his team has just decided to not show up for any of the games we played. Yeah, awful! That is awful, awful. awful! All right, all right, guys. Well, look, we'll wrap things up um, as usual, guys. If you like listening to what we do, um, if you could give us a five star review on um, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever it's called, that would be fantastic. Um, we love your feedback, um, whatever it may be. So shoot us a message, a DM, an email, whatever whatever works for you. We also put the podcast up on YouTube now as well. That usually goes up a day or two later um, after we release the podcast. So thanks for listening, gentlemen. Um, let's uh, hope that the next time we talk, we're uh, in a jovial mood uh, for many reasons. Other than that, see you later, boys and girls. Thank you.